Well, that game could have gone better. Could have gone worse as well, though. Uh, we're going to talk about today's game against the St. Louis Blues, but first we have to talk about the loss to the Tampa Bay Lightning. So that's all coming up today on Locked on Blue Jackets. Locked on Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster. Coming to you from California once again, uh, you can find my Twitter information at the bottom of the screen here. If you're not watching, it is underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. The podcast is L-O underscore Blue Jackets. I want to thank everyone for making this your first listen of the day every day. Locked on Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms, and we are also over on YouTube. So uh, hopefully you are tuning in on this wonderful Saturday afternoon, and uh, you are in a better mood now than you were last night, because I know I was feeling pretty annoyed after that game. Before we get started, uh, I just want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Uh, Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before, because Bet Online is where the game starts, and uh, where this podcast is going to start is with, uh, oof, we've got to talk about that loss, I guess. Uh, it all started so well, is the thing. Um, I made a, a comment on Twitter about how Johnny Hockey, Johnny Gaudreau, was going to be the first person to make the cannon go off because uh, I think that would be really funny, um, considering the the long history that he has of being terrified of the cannon. And I was right. Literally, like, a minute in, two and a half minutes into the first period, Johnny Gaudreau scores beautiful pass from uh, just Danforth. Was it on purpose? Who knows? But I... Uh, I like that a lot. I um, I didn't hate that top line, frankly. Uh, we talked in, in yesterday's episode about how um, how you replace Patrick Laine, Um and you don't replace Patrick Laine with Justin Danforth. Like that's just not that's just not how it works. But if they can manage to keep that line together, then I genuinely I don't I don't hate it at all. Um, I think Danforth plays a really fun style. It's not top line hockey but uh it might be just good enough to uh keep Gaudreau afloat um unfortunately the thing about Danforth is he plays a very similar style to Boone Jenner and the you really only need one Boone Jenner type player on a line so I still think that I would like them to try Chidakov on that top line um He's a scorer. He he's looked good. He hasn't scored yet in the regular season, but um, he's had a, a couple of good looks, I think. And uh, I just I feel like his game is more line A like line A esque. The, the, you know what I mean. Um, I think <laughs> just Danforth is acceptable, um, and I would rather if they were going to stick with Danforth for the entire time that line is out. Like I would prefer that to a rotating door of of other wingers because like. Especially with Gaudreau being new to the team, like, and I think this is kind of partially why Line's first season with the Blue Jackets was so rough. Is he kind of just had a rotating cast of people to play with because the team was bad and uh, he didn't really find chemistry with anyone except, like, I think J- uh, Rusevic and Bjorkstrand were, um, I think, probably his most consistent line mates, and I really liked that line. But I think we're going to see a little bit of the same thing with Gaudreau. I mean. Scoring his first goal, 
opening the season at Nationwide is uh, is really great. But I think I will be. I I want to give them more than one game before I'm ready to put the, set the jury out on. Hey, what do we think of of Line of uh, Gaudreau, Jenna, Danforth? Uh, I like it fine so far. Hopefully, they keep it up. Um, hopefully we'll see that line again tonight in St. Louis. We're going to talk about that game in a minute. But uh, as it stands, don't hate it. Making the best of a bad situation. Um, not the player I would have chosen, but it seems to be working out fine for the time being. Uh, and the Blue Jackets are, are up one nothing, And then it all kind of goes poorly uh, for the rest of that period. Um, Corey Perry scores a uh, very Corey Perry-like goal. Uh, that one is a deflection. Um, not much that Tarasov could do about it. Frustrating, sure, but uh, it is what it is. Um, followed up, Steven Stamkos. I believe, actually, that's Adam Boquist's goal. Uh, it went off of uh, his, like, the inside of his skate. Again, I thought Tarasov had a good game. It sounds stupid to say, considering he allowed five goals, but the first goal was a deflection. The second goal went off his own player. The third goal also went off his own. Uh, no, the third goal was Ross Colton, which uh, was a legitimate, good, great goal. Um, that was that was a fantastic shot from from Ross Colton. Just poor defensive coverage. The story of this game. Um, the fourth goal was a deflection, and then the fifth goal was just kind of the dagger. Um, really great to see Gus Nyquist score, though. Uh, he tied the game at two. Uh, so it was one nothing Blue Jackets, and then one one, and then two one Lightning, and then Gus Nyquist tied it up his first of the season. Just a really great shot. Um, I always forget that Gus Nyquist scores goals, which sounds really silly, but I always think of him as kind of a utility player. And then I realized, no, this guy's this guy's still pretty good. Like in terms of veterans on this team, he's definitely up there. I think um, him and Voracek are, are definitely up there. Uh, Kent Johnson. Gets his first point of the season. Uh, and surprisingly, I say surprisingly, um, Erica Branson as well got his uh, his first point of the season. Um, I got a comment on uh, YouTube about how I was just making Gabranson the scape. I was just going to make Gabranson the scapegoat and how I didn't say anything about Andrew Peake, even though he was terrible uh, in the, the opening game on Wednesday. Um, frankly, I didn't notice Andrew Peake being all that bad. Yeah, he was on the ice for all of the goals, but I thought that, it's it is what it is. I thought, frankly, I didn't think anyone on the defense was very good uh, in the home opener, and I kind of have the same opinion in this game. Um, and we're going to talk about that in a minute. But first, we're going to talk about Bet Online because uh, they've got you covered this season for all the props, odds, and lines that you could ever imagine. Uh, football betting season is well into play right now and you can find player development team matchups news podcasts in-depth articles and analysis on every single nfl game they remain your continued source for all your sports wagering information uh, live betting and up to the minute scores for every sport out there it's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events including mlb mma boxing and golf uh, if you want to put some money on uh, Johnny Gaudreau scoring another 40 goals this season, then I would. Uh, I think that's a pretty safe bet, honestly. And that is what I would put my money on. Uh, and to do that, I go to betonline.net on my laptop or my mobile device to learn more about the trends and action because BetOnline is where the game starts. So we have to talk about the the defense in this game because it was pretty poor all round. Um, I don't really know that I can pick out anyone that had a a 
decent game, frankly. Um, in terms of, I mean, I don't like plus minus as a thing, but Andrew Peak was minus two. Uh, Gavrikov was minus one. Wierenski was, oh, Wierenski was plus one. Wierenski gets to stay. Uh, Jake Bean was minus one. I thought Jake Bean had a very poor game. Um, Jake Bean really struggled out there. And I don't know if it's that he played most of the season on the right side and he's getting used to being on the left side again. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if he maybe sits in favor of Blankenberg tonight. Um, I think, yeah, that, that the bottom four was just very poor. I thought, uh, Wierenski was good. Um, I have no problems with Wierenski's game. Um, Adam Boquist, I thought was, was fine beyond that one, uh, own goal, um, but the bottom four I thought was just just terrible. Uh, Branson was was minus two. Um, again, plus minus is kind of a, a stat that I don't typically like to pull out, but sometimes when you want to take a quick look at general stats and then you know the the way the game kind of the flow was, I think plus minus helps. And then you go and you look deeper into that, but um, yeah, just very poor defensively um for basically everyone um johnny gaudreau uh was a plus one on the night um but most importantly i want to point out he had five shots on goal um he appears to be leading by example uh boone jenner also had three shots on goal so did gus nyquist and jake voracek so uh the the guys that you want to see getting chances are getting their chances um they just need to put the puck in the net um Tarasov did kind of I didn't think he was as good as he was on um Wednesday against the Hurricanes but I think that makes sense I think Tampa's a much more dangerous team uh five goals on 39 shots which I mean if you're gonna let your rookie goalie have that many shots against like especially uh what were the what the shot differential was 39 to 28 so they outshot the Blue Jackets by 11 um, and outscored them by three. Uh, it's, it's, I don't know what you want from, from your goalie in that, in that way. Like, I don't know how you can look at this and be like, yeah, the goalie needs to be better. Like, yeah, does Tarasov need to be better? Probably. But like I kind of said in the, in the wrap up, the first goal was a deflection. The second goal was an own goal. Third goal, legitimate. Fourth goal, uh, deflection. No, fourth goal, own goal. Fifth goal, deflection. Um, just a really a really tough night for Tarasov. The defense really didn't help him out in any way. Um, other things that didn't really help out in any way. The power play continues to be haunted by ghosts. Um, I, I think that's genuinely. I think that's uh, again a chemistry thing. I think Line being out, they've had to shuffle some things around. Obviously, having Line on the power play helps massively because he's got that shot. Um, but going over four is uh they need to be better on the power play the power play has been bad for many seasons now and i just i don't know what they need to do to fix it maybe it, genuinely the power play might be cursed um one thing i do want to point out uh which is a truly bonkers stat is that they won 71.4 percent of the face-offs yeah like that's uh, i saw that and was like no that can't be right am i reading that wrong no they sure did win all of those face-offs um after you know slating them on Wednesday's game for, I think Cole Sillinger was at 20% and everyone else was at 30 except for Boone Jenner who had 55. Uh, last night, uh, Cole Sillinger had 55% of his face-offs won. Boone Jenner won 80% of his face-offs. Like he had a, I think Boone Jenner had a phenomenal game, uh, which is really unfortunate that it didn't, you know, turn out that way. 
but it, it is what it is. Um, 81% of the face-offs is just a really great number. Uh, Jack Rostovic as well impressed, 61.5. Um, and Sean Corrali was at 75%. So I think something else that helped the face-offs there is that it looks like all of the face-offs were taken by centers. Um, it doesn't look like anyone was kicked out of the dot. Uh, so only those four guys took face-offs all night. And so I think that probably helped. Uh, but yeah, just a really good a really good night in the dot for the, uh, for the Blue Jackets, which is really, really one of the only good things um out of that uh gonna finish off this segment uh we're gonna do cannonball of the game again not a lot to choose from blue jackets only scored two goals and they were both pretty good ones i think i'm gonna have to go with johnny gaudreau though cannonball of the game uh first goal as a blue jacket in the regular uh, first real goal that counts um you know preseason goals as fun as they are do not count first goal first home goal as well uh and opened the home season for the blue jackets uh, first guy to make the cannon go off in the regular season. So, uh, and it was a nice goal as well. It was a very, um, a very un Johnny Gaudreau like goal, I feel like, but great pass from Dan first, great finish. And it all was so hopeful when, when he scored. So I'm giving cannonball of the game to Johnny Gaudreau. And uh, hopefully it's the first of many. Um, now, in a minute, we are going to look ahead to St. Louis because they play the Blues tonight. And that game, it really could go one of two ways. So uh, we're going to talk about that in just a minute on Locked on Blue Jackets. So let's talk St. Louis Blues um, because we're playing them tonight. And I genuinely cannot decide how this game is going to go. Um, St. Louis has looked pretty good uh, in the preseason. Uh, they haven't actually played a game yet. In the regular season, this will be their first game. That's the home opener. They haven't played an away game. They haven't played a game in almost in a week. I think their last game was literally last Saturday, uh, which was a preseason win over the Chicago Blackhawks, which, I mean, sure. I, I feel like a, a farm team could probably beat the Chicago Blackhawks at this point. Um, but they are probably well-rested, ready to go, uh, versus the Blue Jackets, who played last night. Uh, and are extremely tired and had to fly out to St. Louis immediately. Um, on the flip side, not playing for a week, they haven't maybe haven't got their legs underneath them. Like, I, I can never tell how much rest is too much rest. You know, I think two days is probably ideal, any longer than that. And I feel like you start losing the, the, like the rhythm, I guess. Um, and so it could be, could be interesting. I think what I think will happen is I think the Blue Jackets will probably come out strong in the first. And then uh, will slowly decline as they get tired, and the Blues will slowly find their feet and get better. So it really becomes a—it's going to be a, a case of can the Blue Jackets jump out to a lead in the first and hold it, or can they, you know, fend off the Blues in the third? Um, I think one one thing of note about this is I'm expecting Elvis Mozikins to play tonight. Um, missed Wednesday's game due to injury, due to illness, excuse me, um, and having. Tarasov play last night, I think, was a case of he just, Elvis hasn't had the practice time. Uh, I would expect him to play tonight, get back in, make a season debut. I would expect him to uh, be pretty pretty good. Um, the Blues have had a, a, I feel like the Blues had a weird offseason um, in that they didn't really make any huge moves. Um, they picked up a, a new backup goalie, um, but looking at their, their roster, like, there's not really any big new names that I uh, 
that I can and see. Um, but they do have a lot of, of good players, you know, like Tarasenko, always a threat. Uh, Buknevich is really kind of coming into his own. Um, they've got Ryan O'Reilly. Uh, they just signed Tory Krug long term. He's I'm a big Tory Krug fan. I like Tory Krug a lot. Um, goalies, again, it could go either way. Jordan Bennington is one of those goalies that is either Vesna level or AHL level. And there really is no in between for, for Bennington. And so we'll see which Biddington we get, I guess. Um, hopefully we get the second one because I think the Blue Jackets could really use a win. Uh, second night of a back-to-back. Um, it's really hard to kind of compare the teams because, uh, like, well, the Blue Jackets have such a small sample size and the Blues haven't played yet. So, like, you can't look at, hey, this is what they were like the last time we faced. And um, I will say that the Blue Jackets beat them 7 nothing, and then lo- uh, they lost 4-2 in the first matchup and then won 7 nothing in the second preseason matchup that these two teams had. However, I don't really know that you can take anything from preseason. I feel like the second game especially was was very lopsided. It was very much an AHL blue squad versus most of the Blue Jackets veterans. Um, so I would not go into this looking for that kind of, uh, that kind of game. So um, let's see. I, uh, it's probably time to make a make a prediction. Um, I think the Blue Jackets are going to win. I'm going to keep predicting that the Blue Jackets win until they actually win. I feel like that uh, that's the only thing I can do because otherwise I'm going to predict that they lose and then that makes me sad. Uh, and I won't even, like, even if they lose, I won't get the satisfaction of being right because they'll still have lost a game and I will still be bombed about it. So I'm going to predict that the Blue Jackets win because this is a Blue Jackets podcast and uh, I think the Blue Jackets are going to win. Three to one. Why not? Um, who's going to score the first goal? I think the first goal is going to be scored by Boo Jenner. Um, just I have a I have a, a gut feeling. Uh, I think it's it's honestly I think you know what let's go let's go let's go big let's go bold. Boo Jenner's going to score a power play goal to open this game. Um, or to open the scoring for the Blue Jackets. I would be surprised if the Blue Jackets score first. Like I said, that motivated from the loss. They're ready to go. They played last night. The Blues probably need some time to get up to speed. Uh, so I'm expecting a big first period from the Blue Jackets, and hopefully they can kind of keep that going and hold off the Blues as they get their feet under them a little bit more. But that is um, that is my prediction. Boone Jenner on the power play to open the scoring for the Blue Jackets, and the Blue Jackets are going to win the game 3-1. to one. Uh, I have 82 of these to do, so like the law of averages states I've got to predict right eventually, right? Um, but that's... Uh, that's kind of all I've got for you today. Uh, I think we're going to try and record tomorrow. Uh, we'll talk about tonight's game and uh, hopefully talk about the win. Uh, but that's all I've got for you today. Uh, I've been Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster. J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find this podcast at L-O underscore Blue Jackets. Um, I'm going to do a mailbag tomorrow i think just to uh see how the first week of the season has gone so if you have questions for that or any questions in general comments criticism etc uh you can email locked on bluejackets at gmail.com you can leave comments in the youtube section you can at me on twitter uh but yeah send some send some questions in about uh about this first week of the season about your favorite player about how i think the rest of the season is going to go whatever send some questions in um and we'll we'll uh, we'll have some fun um but Thank you for listening. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day. Uh, I know I'm on the being on the West Coast is weird because it's nine thirty in the morning for me as I'm recording this, and it's already you know early afternoon for you guys. So it's probably not your first listen, but if it is, I appreciate you. Even if it's not, I appreciate you as well. 
uh, Locked on Blue Jackets is uh, growing and growing. So, and that's all that's all down to you guys. So I appreciate you. Um, hit subscribe on YouTube. Uh, it helps me out. It helps you out. Everybody wins. But until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on. <laughs>